I'm Amber. And I'm Paul. And you're hearing Salem I'm Hit. And you know, it, it kind of feels like Assassin's Creed unintentionally inspired IO Interactive with the Hitman game. Mm-hmm. Because the Hitman is like a shortened version of what Assassin's Creed has been doing for years. Yeah. We're going to put out this one game and we're just going to throw out little breadcrumbs of extra little shit you can do. I won't they de- just condensed it. I won't deny it. Back in, like, especially 2015 and I think 2014, I was really worried about the future of gaming. Not necessarily because gaming was technically in a bad spot, but it felt like every game was trying to be every game. Yeah. Like, did you like Dark Souls and Assassin's Creed and Mario? This game is all three. Play us. And it's like, yeah, you know, like, like there's no original vision. Uh, did you like Devil May Cry and God of War? We're just like those games. Play us. Well, now they don't even bother. Like, we're just going to make another one of those. Let's make God of War, what, four, five, six? Um, I, I don't know how many handheld ones there were. Well, a lot of, well, shit, a lot of games now, when they, when they remake something... Is it like what is it? It's, it's not even numbers anymore. Like what is it? I think the 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 two Tomb Raider. Uh, I wouldn't want to call them remakes. Uh, reboots, like yeah. Tomb Raider and the subtitle, subtitle, and the subtitle, subtitle. Pretty much. Uh, like this upcoming God of War. I think it's literally just called God of it's War. It's just God of War. Right. And because I'm an idiot, I'm going to play it. Uh, I'm gonna say that my reasoning is it's it's kind of fun watching this Greek guy wrecking Norse mythology. I mean, yeah. Well, it, it, I feel like Kratos' story could have ended at the end of three. Yeah, it did. He was happy to die. Yes, he was happy but, to impale himself with that giant middle finger. But if they won't let him die, there, there there should be a really compelling reason that they won't let him die in the story. And I'm going to give them a chance to give me that. So uh, I'm probably not going to play anything after this one. I think a lot of people are really interested in Daddy Kratos. I just... I'm doing it for Christopher Judge, the voice actor. Mm. He was Teal'c in Stargate. So I'm going to watch it. I'm going to play this game because Christopher Judge. That's really it. I just... I li- you know, I wanted to convince myself that Kratos' story needed to continue. Nope, the real reason I'm going to play that game is because of Christopher Judge. The main reason I'm going to play the game, besides the hand acts of magical returning to your hands, Kratos is, of course, his rage and how he deals with it with his son and... <laughs> Um, the current theory I'm hearing is that I think Kratos is probably going to die in this game, and then you know you got Kratos' son taking on all of his rage and vengeance. But he died in the last game. I know. It could have been some random motherfucker that they put in this game and said God of War, and just continued the feeling of God of War, and well, I would have snatched it up just as fast. I don't know. My main salt point was. I love the idea of where Kratos was in the very first game. He was Ares's, you know, general slash bitch boy. Yeah. 
where he's like, oh, kill your family and uh, revel in your ashes. And then Kratos is like, you know what? Fuck you, man. You you made me kill my family. I've got Pandora's box right here. I'm about to god up and whoop your ass. And he does it. Yeah, yeah. I'm the new god of war. Fuck you. Fuck you, Zeus. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> y'all have to deal with my punk ass until you deal with me in part two because you're assholes. And then, but then, what was that? I think it was three when it was like, hey, Kratos, you're the son of Zeus. And I'm like, no. No, he was so much more badass when he was just some known fucker that got toyed with the gods. And he directed and then, and his... And the gods gave him toys. But you knew he had to be a demigod to do all that, to get all those powers. <sighs> but he could have been the son of somebody else. But everybody's the son of Zeus because Zeus is a whore. I, so. No, I just, I just really love the fact that it was like he just got so pissed off one day. You know, he's already a fucking general in the army. And, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I yes... Now that people beat me over the head with it, or you can't deny that Kratos ripping people in half. You can't be doing that unless he's a demigod. I'm like, I just. Well, then again, wait a second. You know, he was a general in the army, and then Ares made him his servant. Just from the power of being Ares' servant, yeah, actually, he could do that. And then I don't know. Ares is kind of a dick. He wouldn't give him that much power. I, I guess. I mean, it's established that Ares is a dick and wouldn't do that. Ares wanted to fuck with him and tricked him into killing his children. He wouldn't give him the power to defeat him. Yeah. Which is what he did. He ripped a new one in Ares. Yeah. Much better Ares representation than the Wonder Woman movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was really weird. Okay. Like, this old guy. This old guy is... That will be funny forever. Yeah, just some old dorky guy or whatever and then there's all like some old uh, dorky British dude with a porn stash I just I mean David Thewlis is Aries okay I mean I mean I guess he gets points for tricking the entire audience like he gets points for being that hilarious (laughs) that's the movie the movie gets points for Aries being that goofy and still being a great movie yeah then again, you know, you only really did his reveal, what, at the end of the movie? Yeah. And the whole movie was just uh, Ares being super, I mean, not Ares, uh, Wonder Woman being super badass. and. Yeah. But Ares had a fucking porn stash, dude. I'm sorry, that will never not be funny. What was, uh, one of my friends, he showed me a uh, SNL skit. And uh, they actually had Wonder Woman, the actress that played as her. Uh, it was these two... Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. That shit was... Oh, I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) Uh, It was just... It it was SNL pandering and Kate Kate McKinnon going, yeah, I I did that. (laughs) It was was just a fan service skit. Yeah, true. I I just really like... If they want to do something, they're going to make... They're going to showcase her canon bias in the next Wonder Woman movie. Oh, and please make 37 of those, because fuck it. Everybody else got 37 fucking movies. Give me 37 Wonder Woman movies. Don't be too fucking long to make a damn Wonder Woman movie for me. Yeah, that's true. I need to stop before I just go into a tirade. I mean, since, since we brought it up, uh, I, I I can't wait for the Justice League. It's going to be amazing. Wonder Woman, Aquaman. The Flash. Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Fuck off. I don't care what else happens. 
Jason Momoa is Aquaman, which makes a badass Aquaman. And Wonder Woman is Wonder Woman. So we're good. I'm going to watch it. I don't care. The uh, whole rest of the, the the rest of the movie around them can be just a flaming dumpster fire. Don't care. Got I, my Wonder Woman. Got my Aquaman. I, I'm watching it for the Flash. I, and, I ben, saw... and you know, and Ben Affleck was not a bad Batman. No, he, he wasn't. Was a pretty good Batman. He's he's a good, like forty, fifty year old Batman that has to rely more on his affluence and his uh, intelligence over his physical ability. And I think that would be the perfect time in which that Batman would think, hey, let's make a team of superheroes, especially because uh, Superman's dead currently. For the next five minutes. Yeah, I know. Um, but no, I just like The Flash because uh, have you seen the trailer for Justice League yet? Uh, no, I don't watch trailers anymore. Oh, okay. Trailer spoiled the fucking movie. I saw the trailer for... Uh, Blade Runner 2049 spoiled the fucking movie for me I know exactly what happens in the movie and I haven't seen it uh, I guess that's true I was gonna say I think I think movie trailers have gotten better about not spoiling the entire movie but I remember back, back once again back in 2014 and 2015 especially Quentin Tarantino movies like in Glorious Bastards I was so mad at that trailer because I watched the entire movie and it's like they put every action scene in the trailer, and the only thing that's left in the movie is all the little slow, boring moments. People who do that, people who make trailers, do that now, it's just so you can, so you're drawn in, and they want to put everything good in there. Teasers, I watch, on occasion, because teasers do not do that. Yeah. Actual trailers, hot fucking garbage. You've ruined the entire movie for me. I fucked around, and accidentally saw a Blade Runner twenty. Well, I mean, I didn't accidentally. It came on, and I was half watching and just didn't get up to change it. Yeah. And I've seen Blade Blade Runner twenty forty nine from the damn trailer. Have you? Actually... Yeah, I won't get the full extent of the visual, the gorgeous visuals in the movie, which I know the movie's gonna be pretty because it's a fucking Blade Runner movie. Oh. I ne- I never watched the first one because I saw the trailer for the first one and that gave me the whole fucking movie. <laughs> mm. So I've seen, you know, I know exactly what happens with Blade Runner movies, and that spoils the movies for me just from the damn trailers. Yeah, I actually went and watched uh, 2049 this week. It was, I actually liked it. But also the thing about Blade Runner 2049, there, there, there's no reason to revisit the story of Blade Runner unless the things that happened in that movie happen. Ah, uh, um. And because of some of the problematic things in the original movie, it's why it kind of sucks that those that 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 you know I don't want to spoil Blade Runner for people. Right? Movie. Yeah. I think whoever's gonna see it already saw it, so I guess I need to let that go. Uh, what is it? Blade Runner came out what two weeks ago? Yeah. There's there's no reason for a Blade Runner movie to exist, except for the fact that Blade that 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 replicants can reproduce. None. Why I go back and revisit the story? Yeah. Like you knew this was a core element of the movie, because why the fuck would there be another Blade Runner movie? The Blade Runner movie itself, which I picked up from the fucking trailer, encompassed the human condition versus you know replicants versus humans. It did all that by itself. Then there was a a rape scene that no one's ever gonna call rape in it. 
Which is another reason I'm never going to watch Blade Runner, because I saw that on YouTube. Damn. And, well, Harrison Ford, if you go back to the 80s movies he was in, all his lo- most of his love scenes were not love scenes at all. He was really a sexual predator. If you go back and look at his 80s movies, like Indiana Jones, was just physically threatening and imposing on the women. They all said no. They all backed away. They all, Fucking Leia. Oh, yeah. Leia was emotionally abused into a relationship with Han Solo. Um, Blade Runner. Deckard. Physically, was physically violent with that woman. She did not want to have sex with her. Yeah, but now with certain lights on the uh, movie industry, I uh, I mean, yeah, it might have been Harrison Ford, but I'm, I'm mostly blaming the directors on that one. I mean... If they didn't want it in their movie, they wouldn't have let it happen. So I'm not necessarily saying Harrison Ford is a sexual predator as a person. Right. His characters were always sexual predators. I'm not going to step in the murky waters of was he a horrible person because I, I don't know. And I'm not going to scour the internet to find that out because honestly, it's probably. <laughs> but his uh, characters that were presented on the screen were terrible horrible abusive bastards well the i think the main one is um you know harrison ford was for his time like one of the de facto badass dudes you know yeah he's basically to throw the romance plots in there where he's physically abusing the women was 80s of them and it shows the toxic environment that we build to now where everybody's on fucking twitter and everywhere going fuck you you douchebags right now yeah I mean, but the the main reason why I'm throwing Shane at the directors is, you know, even in my news-deprived world where I purposely don't really watch the news because it's all horrible at this point, I've been hearing about the, I can't remember dude's name, but Weinstein guy. Yeah. Apparently all well, the horrible I mean, shit he's done. It seems like it's mostly the directors that are under fire right now, too. So I know why you're throwing, because it was the director and the writers and yeah. everyone doing this at the same time and it's all part of this horribly toxic culture that we all have to deal with every day yeah especially the people that work in film and movies and that's why everything's blowing the fuck up now yeah everything's self-destructing yeah (laughs) I don't know we just started talking about work I didn't give a shit we were talking about politics and then we started talking about work oh because we were talking about the the politics of Harrison Ford's movies. And yeah. It started off talking about trailers and how trailers tell you everything about the damn movie now. <laughs> but then it feels like 80s movies trailers again where it tells you every damn thing. But I didn't want to spoil Blade Runner because Blade Runner... I didn't want to spoil Blade Runner 2049 because Blade Runner 2049 does have an untwist. Hmm. You saw it, right? Yeah. Yeah. The untwist of where Kay is not the special golden child. He's not the chosen one. The trailer revealed all that? No. Oh. How did you find out about that? Reddit. Oh. Uh... That's the only thing that the trailer doesn't spoil. But if you watch the trailer, it's not, is it really worth all that? Yeah. <laughs> 
I I never watched the trailer. I just went and watched the movie. I actually watched the movie on a whim because I wanted to watch a, another movie, It. But uh, oh. apparently we were too late for It. And I just noticed that movie was on. I was like, all right, fine. I guess we'll watch that. I ended up seeing uh, It yesterday. Well, yeah, I'm never going to watch that. I don't fucking clown. I like to sleep. Oh, that. Yeah, he <laughs> he does his job. He's definitely... It could be a shitty clown. It doesn't matter. I don't like clowns. Fuck yeah. clowns. He was the best part of the movie, in my opinion. Well, he's he's grown a lot as an actor from Hemlock Grove. Mm. Because in Hemlock Grove season one, he was terrible. So terrible. But then so was everyone in Hemlock Grove season one. So it might not necessarily have been him. It might have been the director in that case, too, because it was all bad. And then they had two more seasons because they bought, put all that money into it. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, Baby Skarsgård, which is what I call him because I can't remember his first name. But he's, you know, Eric from True Blood's little brother. And Stellan, the, grandf- the dad of them all, Skarsgård's kid so he's baby scarred guard mm. he was terrible in the beginning but he was good in atomic blonde he didn't have a whole lot to do yeah he actually did a very good job with it yeah now that that was a great movie atomic blonde yeah there there was a scene that I think was ridiculous but you know dudes made the movie so I'll just let it go hmm Yep. Um, everyone is going to know exactly what scene I'm talking about. And that's all we need. Yep. Uh, yeah, because uh, once again, I was going back to Blade Runner's thing was that even before the trailer confirmed what I thought, there was only really one reason to go back to the universe. Because the whole thing was about how human are the replicants. And the only way for them to be even more human would be to have kids. Yep. And it had to be a story about the kid. Yeah. And I, I didn't necessarily believe that like uh, Ryan Gosling's character was the child until people tried to allude to that. Because apparently the story itself tries to push that on you. It- the trailer doesn't so much. Yeah, um, because it's like already... he was. I, I kind of felt like he was a messenger for the child to come pick him up and take him to his child from the trailer. Since which... we're already talking about it, um, I think he was the red herring. I think it wasn't so much to trick him, but to trick everyone else that would be interested in the child. Go, go, kill this guy that can take care of himself. Yeah. By time. Yeah. But it just, it just, uh, how. Oh. I'm getting messages. It just it seemed like more from the trailer that he was the guy that was meant to go fetch Deckard. Yeah, that too. To bring him to the child. But then apparently the story tries to trick you into thinking he's the fucking chosen one and shit. Yeah. He's trying to trick everyone into thinking he's the chosen one and shit. I mean, I, I, I felt really sad when I found out. I was like, I, I really thought he was just going to rage quit the whole thing once he found out that he was not the child. I was like, yeah. damn. Bullshit. 
but yeah, like I, you know that there there are some aspects like I, I like if I hadn't seen the trailer, I could have tried to go in a little more blind, but I would have had a. I would have had gone in with the assumption that Kay was the chosen one, because that's what movies do. Because they're lazy. Yeah. I think the main thing they tried to do with that Blade Runner movie was yeah, it's, mo- it's now more modernized, but they're still trying to, I guess, capture the feeling of the 80s. Or the original feel of the movie. Is is that them? No, that's me. I was like, jeez, they really are tap dancing up there. (laughs) Nah. um, I got another message. Uh Oh. I've been on here way longer than I thought it would be. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go to eat food. I'm gonna go watch the uh, Foreigner. Oh, you just get, you need to get Movie Pass, where you pay the ten bucks a month instead of spending all your fucking money on movies. I right wait, Movie Pass. Yeah, Movie Pass. <laughs> Since we're talking about movies, let's talk about Movie Pass. Let's act like we have a sponsor. Yay. <laughs> What's what's you know. what's Movie Pass? Movie Pass nine ninety five a month. Any movie, any theater, any day. Really? Yep. You're pretty much. Uh, I think uh, AMC does not take Movie Pass. Oh. Well, they claim not to, but Movie Pass is like you get a credit card to go do whatever, watch whatever you want. No 3D. Okay. But. Uh, was this Fandango or? No, it's just moviepass.com. Oh, okay. these idiots! Nah, ten bucks a month, and they give you a card to go watch a bunch of fucking movies. I might tell my roommate about it. Admittedly, there's a bunch of movies I only watch because of either what's involved or like maybe yeah, maybe I should watch it. Like for example, my only interest in the foreigner is Jackie Chan. I'm watching it for Jackie Chan. Yeah. Uh, Blade Runner, you know, movie from the 80s. Uh, it, I don't really care for horror, but I know it was one of the classics. New Escape takes movie pass. That's cool. I'm probably not going to drive out there until we go back to the building. Um, I, actually, I, uh, with the exception of Blade Runner, I have gone out to Escape every time. I really like the chairs. I think they're still a pretty fair price. It's like eleven something for a movie, but I just don't go see movies like that. I usually don't either, but there's been just a lot of movies that have been pretty decent that I just want to go watch. <laughs> like I said, it's a combination of actors, sequels to old movies, you know. Like I think I think I just really had a big movie burst this month because of what's what's come out, you know, what's coming out, and what's involved. You know. Yeah. No, I usually go to Preston Sixteen or Escape if I want to have like if it's a movie that I've been like waiting on for a while that I want to go to Escape and it's an event because you drive forever to get there. <laughs> No, like I, I, I did enjoy the whole, you know, late at night when we get off work, while we were at the yeah. building, and we just go catch the late show because it was right there. Yeah. 
That was pretty that fun. That was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's pretend I wrapped this up somewhere reasonable instead of just trailing off and stopping. Yeah. Thanks for checking out Salem I'm Hip. <laughs> I'm Amber. And I'm Paul. And you can find Salem I'm Hit stuff all about the internets under Salem I'm Hit. Salem I'm Hit dot com, Salem I'm Hit Twitter, and Tumblr, and yada yada everything. I don't know where Paul is on the internet. I think I, I probably asked him last time and he didn't answer me. Oh. No, I don't really have much of an internet presence. Paul doesn't exist. <laughs> I apparently like to podcast with people that don't exist on the internet. That's fine. <laughs>